0: ora and tina Koto katoa and welcome on to the Static Podcast that we are now calling the Static Sessions. You are here with one of your hosts, Dylan. We have the other host, Megan, and our producer Maya, as well as two guests. We have the man from Point Chevalier. He is our music expert. He is the man himself, Mr. Robbie McFarlane.
1: Welcome. Yeah, don't dox me like that, dude.
0: <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Setting
2: up expectations early.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: And then we have the man from St. Peter's. He is our DNB expert, and we are going to run that joke until it absolutely dies. It is the man, Joel Harrison. Welcome on. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. Oh, <laughs> All right, well, New Zealand music. We have had some great New Zealand music, but we'll start right from the start. So, uh, whoever wants to start uh, growing up, what was your favourite New Zealand music? Like, you know, when you were younger.
2: I can kick off. I think it's fair to say that Brooke Fraser was one of the biggest New Zealand artists when I was like first getting into music. Thanks. Like, I had. I'm pretty. It was either me or my mum. I might have just stolen them from her, but her CDs and her and Bick Runga were two of the best. Yeah.
0: Right now, Brooke Frazier's huge over in the States. I didn't even know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because most of the people feel like she's kind of dropped off the New Zealand music scene. And that's true because she's actually over in America singing worship music with Bethel. She actually won um oh, as a... Grammy. Did she?
3: Yeah, she won a Grammy. Did she win a Grammy? Yeah, because it was yeah. in the
2: worship sector. It was really cool.
3: Yeah, like Hillsong music, I'm pretty sure it's called. Mm-hmm. Damn. He
2: won a New Zealand Music Award as well. I Think it was not not the last one, but the one before.
0: You think you'd you'd think most New Zealanders would know that a New Zealander has won a Grammy? <laughs> I didn't Everyone know that.
2: Lords, one of oh, you.
0: True. Alrighty. Well, Mister Robbie, who was your that's me. What was what was your favorite New Zealand music growing up?
1: Um. Well the thing is to be honest is that gr- growing up uh New Zealand music wasn't a huge impact and it was um I was I was thinking um thinking ahead of today and talking on it and I was just thinking to myself I went through like the first kind of I don't know 12 years of my life up till intermediate or something like especially in intermediate maybe started college there was a certain point where I kind of said to myself I don't really have like a favorite New Zealand artist, which is like crazy to think about now because I have True. so many. Um, but yeah, no, it wasn't, um, it wasn't until yeah, like start of high school that I started listening to a lot of New Zealand music and there were just so many kind of new artists coming into the scene as well. Um, were. That really got me hooked. Um, so So yeah, it's more about now and Kind of quite recently as opposed to the past for me, yeah.
2: So, even if it wasn't necessarily childhood, who was the first New Zealand artist that comes to mind that you like properly listen to?
1: Oh, yeah, very good question. Um, probably like 660, to be honest.
2: Classic. Thank. think
1: that was, <laughs> yeah, big artist. Um, it was. Yeah, I got got into their stuff. I'm not sure entirely when that was, but I I remember having a um realization that um their song Rise Up. Um I had no like I knew the song, but I had no idea it was by six sixty. And then I was like, someone told it told me that it was at some point and I was like, Whoa, crazy. And then yeah, I started listening to them more. Um so yeah, it was them.
2: Nice. Um, How about you, Joel?
3: Um that's, yeah kind of similar I guess um, like the the earliest uh, New Zealand music memory I guess I have was when I went to this concert it was I was like a fireworks display one day and um, Nesian Mystic actually played there and yeah I was like well I, I remember I heard Sun Goes Down for the first time I was just like alright this is New Zealand music this is awesome but like besides that kind of similar to Robbie like not not much um, influence for a while but then I guess my dad had like a Scribe CD, the the two thousand and three Crusader CD, um, and yeah, one time Damn. I saw yeah like the classic, and then yeah, I saw Savage at a Warriors game one time and like to a while back. So yeah, just I guess like the the Pacific Island artists as well, a bit of a, a big Thanks. influence back then. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because that's like that's who I grew up with when I was like with my New Zealand music like of course and I didn't want to mention them because people are making a joke out of this but you already did like Nisian Mystic like around 2008 2010 when they were well, at least blowing up for me Right. it was like that music that was so on and then there was like oh who came in like yeah Scribe Savage especially um oh, who else was there Oh, there's one more person. Um, there, was, there were these two guys um, at ease, and then as I've gotten older, like that's when I've learned about actually going back to even older music than that. Like I remember when I was in primary school and at lunchtime our class would set up like all these skipping ropes and stuff just for us to play around with and have like a good old speaker right there. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a speaker, it was a um, CD player um, playing music. And Slice of Heaven would always come up. And I never knew what it was. I never knew how much of a classic it actually was until I was older. So, like, yeah. But definitely, like, bro, Nisian Mystic, Savage, Addis, Ardija. Bro, that's my New Zealand music right there.
3: I think, as you said, like, so many of Dave Dobbin's songs, just, like, everyone knows, like, way before our generation. You can't escape Dave Dobbin. Yeah. (laughs) No, we can't
2: he's he's just everywhere any kind of musical function that's going on it's like and special guest dave dobbin it's like is he do we really know he's a special guest doesn't he just like appear out of nowhere he's just always there
0: <laughs> yeah, dave, <laughs> dave dobbin just appears out of nowhere all you hear just in the waiting background. in
2: the wings constantly like i can be there
0: bro all you hear welcome home
3: <laughs> yeah well he he was like the the headline of rhythm and vines and new year's why? And I guess like yeah. the whole crowd is is like 18 to 20 ish, 23 year old, whatever, but they're like he was doing his stuff in the eighties or whatever. So
0: Bro, that's so mean.
4: He went that's... off at R and b
3: Did he go
0: off at R and b
4: Yeah, he put Old Town Road as like a remix with <laughs> a Slice <of> again. <laughs> that's
0: my guy right there. Uh was Dave so confused and
4: just went with it.
0: <laughs>
2: speaking of like New Zealand festivals has is anyone like a like a regular festival goer
3: I like I like I don't mind going to a concert you know it's just fun (laughs) yeah I I do I do I do like like going a few concerts every now and then yeah no Uh, concerts are
1: my thing big fan um yeah not festivals though I don't don't really think I've I haven't been to any of the big ones, if any. I don't know. Yeah. Because I feel really, like there's thing. such a,
2: like, culture around festivals that's almost like, oh, I don't feel like I fit that vibe. So, I'm, even if I, like, enjoy the music, I'm not quite going to go and join. Whereas, if someone was like, oh, I'm coming to Spark Arena or even, like, the Auckland Town Hall, it's like, oh, yeah, I can go along because I'm just me in a crowd.
4: Yeah, Whereas festivals, it's, like, it's a
2: commitment to to be there for days, to live that kind of life for a while. And it's just like...
0: Well, not the one-day festivals. Not the well, one-day ones.
2: I don't know. I've never been to a festival myself. So I don't know yeah. if I'd... I could. I wouldn't say you I would. should. Wouldn't. Yeah.
3: (laughs) After the COVID, get in there. Oh, yeah. After
2: COVID. Yeah. Right now, uh, concerts, uh, even concerts are like, I might wait for a couple
4: months.
2: (laughs) And
0: I wish I could bring this up, but there was this photo I saw of this um, social distancing at a festival. And it was like all of those, um, there was all these platforms, and like these people had chairs and shit there. And they'll split my two meters. It was crack up ass. So like, good. that's just the future, isn't it?
3: And they have, I like, know, but
2: like, yeah. it was something like introverts rejoice, right? Like, <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know, and they have like drive-in, like a drive-in movie, but like drive-in yeah. concerts and stuff now. Bro. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's one in like Belgium or something I saw, and it was like, uh, yeah, DJs all there, and everyone's in their cars parked up.
4: That's <laughs> amazing.
0: We need to bring that to New Zealand. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have
3: to, but yeah.
4: It yeah. a private concert for the chain smokers, and then everyone got out of their cars. It's like, of course, chain smoker fans would get out of their car <laughs> during a yeah. pandemic to see the chain smokers.
0: me <laughs> down. Bro.
4: Ah, uh,
2: yeah.
0: That's still that's crack up, though. But, like, well, actually, yeah. So, um, oh, what was the question? That was it. First concert. Do you guys remember the first concert you went to? Ever, um, does it have to be
1: a New Zealand artist? Not technically. But right, I'm guessing we'll the here. concert the was, was in New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> it, it was a New Zealand concert. Uh Here's my embarrassing moment. Big up, Reese Maston.
4: Did <laughs> you <laughs> seriously?
1: Yeah. I'm jealous about that. that. was bro. that was the, that was the vibe back in the day. Yeah. I, oh bro. my god! What was that? That would have been like I want to say 2000 and. 11 yeah uh-huh. something like out, that out
0: the man Reese master yeah i don't remember
1: anything about it i just <laughs> i just remember like he won x factor and then like yeah, he, yeah and then i found out he was coming i was like yeah i'll go where was <laughs> like, the concert pardon where was the concert spark well what was oh, victor really yeah that's,
3: that's yeah
0: Sold out that public. is big for Reese Maston.
2: Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know who Reese Maston is, uh, he's an Australian singer who won the third season of X Factor Australia in two thousand and eleven. Uh,
4: okay.
2: So he's with Sony Music right now, and literally has he done anything since then? I think he was he, like popular for like two months. He
1: ha- he's um he's done some stuff, and it's not bad. Like he's um he definitely fell off the radar um yep. s- like a year or so after he won. Um, maybe not in Australia, but definitely here. Um, but yeah, I know he did some stuff, and it was all right. But I mean, shouldn't talk about Reese Maston for too long in a New Zealand <laughs> podcast. Um, but it is, it is funny you bring that up though, because there are a lot of like, even like
0: when New Zealand Idol used to be a thing, mm. like this hat with like we well, of course, the artists, we might know their name if we hear them or we'll see them, but, like, we won't remember them. And it's the same with, like, X Factor and all that. Like, it seems like a year or so
1: after they're yeah. on the show, they just, most of them just go. Yeah, no, that that was my thing. I was so interested in the, like, um, talent competitions and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. New, Zealand, Wait, honestly, New Zealand's got talent. New Zealand,
2: like, one of the better X-Factor people was Benny Tippinay. Does oh, anyone yeah. remember him? Yeah. yeah I really, really enjoy his music. I think he was one of the better people to come out of X-Factor New Zealand.
1: Yeah. I mean he, he was yeah. definitely um I'd say the most popular in this season because Jackie Thomas won it and then yeah. uh, Padua mm. second. So
2: I think it was because um it always seems to be a trend where the young popular female will win over a more talented guy counterpart which is something that I've noticed at least which is welcome really television. like frustrating
0: <laughs> welcome to television like <laughs> that must, I mean not saying that that like Jackie
1: Thomas wasn't like a great oh, no, singer she but, was like, great. the That's, one industry females dominate
2: <laughs> well the thing is they have to dominate because they only stay relevant for a couple of years until they start showing signs of ageing <laughs> <Yeah,
3: probably. laughs> Cassie Henderson's still battling out there. I've seen. Bro, yeah. True. Yeah, she's still. She was at. Yeah, actually, Rhythm of Vines like two years ago as well. But she's still doing like a little bit of music. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen a bit of her stuff and then, as well. Yeah, like I guess Australian Idol. Stan Walker. He was on there. Yeah. And he's Bro. he's he's still he's flying in New Zealand pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of people do drop. Yeah. Well,
0: like it's so weird. Like I was. This come. I don't know how this keeps coming up. I'm sort of glad it come keeps coming up, but there's one song on um, Static that keeps coming up by Ben Lummis, and mm. and Ben Lummis was like the f- the very first winner of um, New Zealand Idol. New Zealand Idol, yeah. And like I forgot about him and that song because that's the song that he wrote for. Um, the final as like his original song Mm. i was like damn that name i haven't heard for ages it was like 2004 or something it was oh but yeah like they all they all somehow drop off it's actually kind of sad because some of them have some mean ass voices actually Mm. all of them do someone else
2: was from new zealand idol from 2004 um this guy named michael murphy he was runner-up he's actually now the lead singer of a band named written by wolves so they're a new zealand rock group and they're so cool like epically awesome putting out some really cool music i follow them i think they started properly putting out music in like 2014 2013 yeah and they've just been like rising
0: oh yeah actually speaking of new zealand rock music um, I have to shout out Robbie for this one because he found this song and then showed his men. It was a mean song. But um, Gold Halo by the Datsons. Oh. <laughs> such a good song. First found it. Um, it was last year, right? Did
1: we find yeah, it on last Sounds. year
0: on Sounds? Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah well, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely the type of song that if you like rock music, you're pretty much guaranteed to love. And if you don't, you want to turn it off straight away. Facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just such a good song.
4: Yeah.
2: For anyone who doesn't know what sounds is, it's the sister station through AUT that plays all New Zealand music. Um, it's the counterpart to Static, which plays the student alternative music.
1: Yeah. It's True. Megan just in there to go like, oh, people might not know about that. If you don't. Yeah, not
2: Everyone here is a radio student. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah. True.
0: True. But not, oh, I'm trying to go going back to what we were supposed to be talking about. It was my, your
3: first concert, yeah, Dylan. My first concert. I'm
0: trying to. <laughs> Oh, you know who it was? The Wiggles. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. (laughs) Class.
0: Bro, the Wiggles. And I wanted to go down on stage, and my mum wouldn't let me. I was pissed. (laughs) I was five years old. I was having none of it. But, yeah, that was... (laughs) Bro, it was such... Bro, like, all the classics came out with a hit, like... Choo, choo, chugga, chugga, big red car. Bro, so good. I love a five-year-old me going to a Wiggles concert. So, yeah. No, that was my first concert. Or at least the one that I can remember.
3: It's a similar, very similar story to me. I think my mine was actually the hoolie doolies Oh, yeah. Bootleg version of the Wiggles. You know what? The bootleg version of the
1: Wiggles? Yeah, you, know, <laughs> the you, know <laughs> I, you know what? I'm pretty sure um, that might be mine as well. I think Really? I, to, I, think, I think I went to that when I was like really young.
3: Yeah, about, like, I, I think that was the, the first...
2: Oh. I, I never went to childhood things. I never did that. I was watching <laughs> on TV and that was it. So at least you... I can say I have an actually like regular concert experience. My first one was Sam Smith. Oh,
3: like really? his first Damn.
2: round, like when right. he first came to New Zealand, first album.
3: Was it at Victor Arena as well?
2: Yes. Yeah, it was.
3: What
2: a man. Yeah. It yeah. was so good because I didn't even buy the tickets. I won them off the radio. So I was like, pretty oh, cool. <laughs>
1: Yes, we love some radio. <laughs> the only time I've won tickets to a concert was ones that a concert that I already had tickets to. Oh. So. <laughs> was that um them? Oh what? Wait, the was tickets, that?
2: if you had double ups and you yeah. won if you won some more, did you like just sell them?
1: Yeah. I gave them to my friends. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh cute. Oh nice C you. that
2: was that the
0: tw- was that twenty one pilot? Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: yes. nice! Nice. Yeah, yeah. There's actually been a lot, like, at least personally, there's been a lot of artists that I didn't know performed in New Zealand and have.
2: Mm. It's really
0: weird. Like, um, when twenty one, when when did um when was the last Twenty One Pilots concert here?
2: It was um, wasn't it twenty was,
1: nineteen? Yeah, I think it was March twenty nineteen. I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because like, that was the trench tour. I went to yeah,
1: that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that was hit. Like, I knew that, like, I knew the. Uh, I can't remember if it was. But, uh, there must have been one before that for another. It was, day, was but, Blurry yeah, Face in 2017, I think. Like that that. Like, yeah, like, I knew they were coming in 2017. I did not know they were coming in 2019.
2: I think it, it really. It really depends what kind of genres you're really into because I know I follow a lot of musical artists closely so you're always going to be more in tune with who's going to be where depending on what you listen to like I have some friends hit me up all the time being like hey do you want to come to this concert with me and I'm like I don't know who that is and it'll give me like two days I'll listen through their music and be like okay yeah
4: yeah
1: Uh, yeah no it was it was March 2017 was the blurry face one and then the um trench was the 21st of December 2018 Man. I didn't realize it was that early, That's, but yeah. Man. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh, Maya, your yes. first concert. Uh,
4: my first was concert it? was Hot Shell Ray. Oh, oh. wait. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I think that was it. Yeah. That's a throwback. followed by Taylor Swift Red Tour, but that is Hot that, Shell Ray is number one.
0: That, that is a name that I haven't yeah. heard in a while.
4: Honestly, I go back to the music sometimes and it really, it goes off. Goes
1: I'll show Ray had one song that I, I like remember. it like that,
4: is it? Yeah, yeah. That I think right. that was yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I like it. sort of
4: sort
0: like sort of sort of sort of sort some first concert vibes just <laughs> oh <laughs> With that my my like-
4: sister, she was of sort of sort of
0: Oh, it was so funny. You bring that up, like one those things. I feel like, like when people do that, that's like definitely like their first concert. Like it it was so funny, like Robbie and his band, um, Scantily Clad. Shout out Scantily Clad. Go check them out. Shout out. Um, But uh, they it was so funny. Like your last um, gig at the RSA. Yeah. So this like. Keep in mind, this is at an RSA, a Return <laughs> Services Association.
2: Oh my god!
0: And it popped like there were all these like I don't know if they were fifteen, sixteen. Like <sighs> it was like bro, they it was going like it was like a mosh pit. People, and people they, were people on were jumping on top of each other. Teenagers. Yeah, bro, straight up. It was it was it was magnificent. It was yeah. magnificent. People taking shirts off and stuff. I was like, oh. I saw the video.
3: That looked. It looked like it was going off. I saw the right video on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was quite insane because there were yeah four bands. Uh, one of them us, and then two of them were from our high school, and then another one. Um, the other bands knew them, and uh, they like yeah brought them along, and they were the ones that most of the crowd were there to see. Mm. Um, in the end, but I mean, they stayed around for the whole thing and pretty much made the gig, so it was awesome, <laughs> bro. They were getting
0: up on stage and stuff like yeah. didn't didn't um didn't they knock um cords off and stuff?
2: Oh, I was so worried for yeah. the equipment. I was like, these kids—they're not even drunk and they're wobbling on stage. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, bro, they, <laughs> knocked,
1: they knocked so the um, <laughs> they knocked the speakers, the the foldbacks off the front at some point and um and yeah my keyboard almost fell off its stand that was pretty crazy (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just love that the
0: backdrop of all of this happening was the rsa
4: yeah Yeah.
1: just like you would like no you would not expect that in rsa yeah it, it was um it was interesting because like the The space itself was like pretty perfect for, I mean, any gig. It just happened to be a rock one, and then, uh, and then you walked like out into the other room, and they were just like old people trying to enjoy their dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Oh, that's like the first the first time I went there was for um.
0: Me and Robbie's friend uh Jolian, he has he's part of the North Harbor Big Band. And yeah. it was all it was like a real like fifties vibe sort of thing, like that sort of old jazz music. So I'd go from that and then the next time I go there to have a mosh pit like that it was hilarious. It was crazy. It was a great <laughs> concert. Um Does anyone
2: remember the number of gigs that they've actually been to? Like in terms of like large scale like concert oh. stuff.
0: Ooh.
1: 20, what do we 30? got? Damn,
2: forty.
1: I mean, maybe. I said yeah. twenty or thirty, but <laughs> so, something like that.
2: I'm just hard of hearing. I'm like, whoa, forty. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not really sure. There was quite a lot, quite a few, because, yeah. and like the the type of music, I guess, uh, like drum and bass music, there's almost like literally a gig every week. Especially after after the lockdown, there's like everyone is a DJ now. And, yeah uh, and like <laughs> I, I i guess you can like they have these venues on like k road and
4: oh yeah. town and
3: stuff and like there's almost like almost a gig I'd, I'd say if you wanted a gig on a on a friday saturday when we're in level one it would be very very easy to find because there's just yeah so many promoters and so many people wanting to be djs as well so
2: yeah head over to Nick of the woods
3: yeah neck of the woods <laughs> legit there was a few fridays in there in my time oh
2: yeah it's a bit wild.
3: Is, how is the DNB
0: scene in New Zealand like? Like, are there like New Zealand DNB artists, or is it
3: like, or is it just like the community? Like, um, well, that's actually a great question. But um, there's, there's like there's a, there's quite a few at the moment. Like um, a, the majority of the the big names that used to come to New Zealand were from England. Yeah. But now that they can't, because like England, the scene is huge over there. But like the second mm-hmm. biggest scene in the world. Arguably, at the moment, could be the biggest is New Zealand as well. Right. So, like, I guess naturally, there's gonna there's gonna be some big like DJs to come out. So, I'd say there's like at least a handful of New Zealand DJs who are like big overseas as well. Mm. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, the, they're called like the Upbeat State of Mind, Trey. A few more. They they're all like be the the headlines of um Rhythm and Vines and Northern Bass this year. But yeah, the I guess a lot of people in New Zealand just just caught the DMB bug so did I and just yeah, caught the
0: DMB bug
3: <laughs> yeah like uh, uh, like Dunedin and Christchurch and Wellington and stuff just like everyone's got a got a set of D- DJ decks controllers in their in their uni rooms and stuff and it moves on to the flats and then to the big stage yeah I have I have heard about the massive scene
0: down at um like Dunedin, I otago in that area. Bro, it sounds like it pops off when it gets going. Like that D M B goes hard.
3: Yeah, there was there was like the the biggest page, like the biggest it's called Drum Base All Stars, like a a company in England. And yesterday they actually posted they've like a few hundred thousand followers and they posted a video of this street party in Dunedin, like the one yeah, one of the biggest street parties. And everyone was commenting just like, Wow, get me there. so
0: yeah we love being able to travel
2: i also think it's like student culture is like way more intense down there than it is in auckland i feel like it's as many students as there are there's just as many business people who just want you to shut up
0: yeah yeah yes there is totally different like vibe of places Mm -hmm. like going from auckland where and i don't like saying this because i don't particularly like it but it's very like auckland can be quite uptight
2: oh of course i think
0: that's just how big the city is you go down there but it's well it's not open but it's like open yeah it's it's way more relaxed
3: on on like castle street which is like the biggest street of second year flats it's just like on on a week or real week there's just like the whole street is full of like thousands of people just like it's it is it is, it is like nothing That's I've so I've awesome. ever even seen anywhere. <laughs> Amazing. I'd That's love to so see awesome. that.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh well speaking of the DNB scene and how new it is, there are some great, great New Zealand artists that um that have been coming out recently, like what well, recently as in I guess 2013 on. You've had 660, <laughs> Drax Project, Benny. Lord, who for me started it all, but like I'll ask all of you guys this, and we'll start with Maya. But like right now, who's your favourite
4: um, New Zealand artist right now? Um, like Lord is like definitely it, but I'm also really liking Robinson's music right now. Mm. Oh
1: yeah, she's good. I saw I saw her live opening for Drax Project at a concert, which was really good.
4: It's like a really good
1: lineup. Yeah. <laughs> What's her type of music? Because like I've
0: heard like the name, but like I've never like heard like her music before.
2: Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very like warm. Poppy. warm yeah.
1: Warm
3: upbeat.
1: Live yeah. yeah. and dance around too. Yeah. Definitely gonna have to check that out.
2: Mm.
0: Megan, who's your favorite New Zealand artist right now?
2: I'm I'm such an indecisive creature. It's so hard to ask me that kind of question. Like, cause <laughs> to pick one, I think at this very moment, I've been re-listening to a lot of broods, which has been really, really nice. They're just so vibey to have on in the background. Yeah. But like I have to give Lady Hawk a bit of a shout out. Like she was pre-lord. Like she was like anyone remember my delirium?
4: Yeah. Yes. That was
2: oh, that was such a hit. I love I love Lady Hawk a lot.
0: Playing with my delirium. <laughs> Bro, that is a shout. Robbie, who you got right now?
3: Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's really tough to pick one. Um but yeah, Drax Project is mm. just yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah. I've seen I've seen them a few times live and just like the um just just their um their skills on each of their respective instruments and their energy that they bring is so insane um and i mean speaking of energy mitch james is also man seen seen him i i met him briefly um and seen him a couple times and yeah his energy that he brings is something else and then um Marco Road is another band Ooh, that yeah. um, that I got really into um, thanks to our friend Sam who introduced me to them and um, yeah, haven't looked back since then. Their music is just all just so good, yeah.
2: Did we both go to the same Drax Project concert at the Town Hall? Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we like spotted each other randomly yeah, in the crowd. Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that ad- was sorry I just that that, that Drax project gig at the town hall I still think is in terms of energy and atmosphere is the best gig I've ever been to hands oh down. yeah it's, nah. it's
2: serious and it was, it was so good because the town hall is a great mix of like a big enough crowd as well as still being quite an intimate setting yeah so when you have definitely. like everyone playing like hard out it is just like an experience yeah Mm.
0: Crazy, aren't aren't Drake's project living in um, LA now or something? Uh, to
2: that
1: could be true. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're currently there to
2: record. They have been for a while, but they're still based in New Zealand. Yeah,
1: they've, they've done they've done a real smart thing where they uh they have quite a few songs uh that they would play live and everyone would absolutely love, and then be like, when are you going to release this? When are you going to release this? And then they'd release albums with like some of them. And then mm. some other ones. And so they always are just constantly keeping people waiting for new music. So they've still so, got quite a few that are really
3: popular at gigs, but still haven't been released. There's a yes. song like the Hollywood song or something. Yeah, Hollywood's heard, one of them. Yeah, I heard it at, when I saw them at like Ed Sheeran opening yeah. and stuff, And I was just like, yeah. what is so this song? they ones where they're
2: like, oh, we've just written like a verse and a chorus, but that's it. We haven't finished it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, Hollywood's the big one that like they're, uh, whenever they release new stuff their their comments is like where's hollywood and it's like it's kind of smart because as soon as it gets released people are going to be like oh awesome but <laughs> then again in saying that they kind of have put a lot of pressure on themselves because if it's not that great of a recording then people
2: yeah because and even running. people who wouldn't have heard it live are like what is this mysterious song yeah yeah
0: yeah. but they are beating on themselves i mean like oh, yeah why like why would you not do that i mean it's worked
3: clearly so far i heard um like mitch james one of my friends is friends of mitch james and apparently he has like literally his next two albums already pretty much like all most oh, yeah. the most of planned oh yeah that's they probably like their managers probably know so that they don't want to be the next reese mason or someone who just has, <laughs> no, has nothing else yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So right, what happens you, Joel? who's
2: your favorite new zealand artist right now
3: um well, I guess I, I have been talking drum and bass artists. Like, there's Shapeshifter. They're like a band, and it's mm. um, Shapeshifter, or uh, another group called Our uh, Flowedis, who's Aussie in New Zealand. But then, I guess I, I also like other genres of music. So, like, um, I, I do, I do, <laughs> do, do quite like yeah, Drex Project and Mitch James as well. I think they're awesome. And then, like the the more uh, catch fire style of music, like reggae, root style of music, like catch fire mm. and fat oh, free Oh, Sons of Zion
2: oh if you see their like i've never watched them live i would love to but i love seeing their um clips on youtube of them playing songs live and the way they just extend it out it's crazy yeah. like they'll have one song that goes for like 17 minutes and it's just like you don't want it to be over
3: yeah there's yeah i think yeah those i think like every any new zealand yeah just like roots reggae artists just like wherever they play in new zealand they would they Kill it as well. Like, I've I, I, LAB, um, mm. they're on the scene now that I know Dylan loves a bit of LAB, but yeah, bro, like, you know, I love LAB man. They're headlining, they're like the, the I guess, like this time last year or before in the air, like, not that many people would have would have known about them. Yeah. Now they're like headlining Northern Base, the festival, and then yeah, probably Fat Freddy's shop will probably be headlining like RMV or something as well, which is huge,
0: mm.
3: bro. Like, oh, LAB man. Well actually Fat
0: Freddy's drop and LAB but like I like I remember when like LAB is like made up of some really like famous New Zealand artists put together like who is who is the group? So you've got the Cora brothers um, I, forgot, I think it's Brad and Stewart. Yeah, I think that's their names. Then you've got the bass player from Catchafire and the singer is is it um what's his name? It's like Joel. Is it Joel Shedbolt Is it? I think I think it is. I think so it might Like be. yeah. So those guys, they're all like, at least in New Zealand. I didn't actually know how um, popular the Cora Brothers were um, until I heard one of their songs. It came up on my um, Discover Weekly on Spotify. I was like, this was me. But yeah, it's made up of those guys, and uh, like their music is so good. Like my dad introduced me to them first, being like. these guys are going to be big and I was like oh yeah but it's New Zealand music we don't know and then they release and then I hear their songs Um, there were three songs, Controller um, which is getting bigger now Um, Personify and Rocketship everybody go and listen to those on Spotify but like those are so good and then they release in the air which just takes them so like LAB definitely my favourite New Zealand artist right now but there's so many good ones. Like, I have to shout out Benny. I don't think I'd mm-hmm. be into Benny's music. Like, that's not typically my type of music. But, yeah. Like, LAB and Benny for me. You I've heard a LA. new song?
1: Snail?
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly... Uh, it's interesting. I wasn't a fan. Sorry, Benny, if you're listening. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> surely. Yeah, uh, no, but like...
4: Benny, listen to this podcast. It's very
1: <laughs> yeah. different. And I'm, yeah, not, I'm not sure I'm quite sold on it yet. I'm sure.
2: She's such a weird chick. Like yeah, she genuinely yeah, like I mean
1: that's her that's her thing. I back it. Like that's her character. So she's kind of
0: built off that sort of Billie Eilish model, to me at least, of like
1: artist. Kind of likes. just like uh, I think it's just like female teen relatability that's kind of the yeah. thing that, yeah, 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 that Robbie. Eilish relies on quite a bit um and i mean it really works for her and i think it's really working for benny as well and yeah. i mean yeah props to them it's awesome to see yeah.
4: mm. support the next aut student
3: yeah, yeah. she's one of <laughs> it's a
4: super fun two weeks we had with her in our course
1: yeah yeah <laughs> um, i forgot she was at aut for two weeks yeah i never saw her but i heard apparently she was there <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah i found that like four months ago and i was like oh, yeah. okay sure
0: what did she what did she do she did comms, comms. she
4: did comms with Excellent. us? Yeah. So like yeah. if any of us if we were in the big lecture there's a chance she was there. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, like, no, the she definitely scene.
3: would have. She would have. I saw, I saw her a few times she was definitely there. Yeah. Wow. And mm. then yeah, she, she had, she'd only had one song it was like Tough Guy was out at that, at that time mm. and then um, she just obviously they had big plans for her and then like, I think she just didn't want to do it. Yeah. And, um, well, fair enough. Like, then it was awesome. soaked a big one came out and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then bloody glitter superlone. Yeah. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that was a, was the
2: first song to really go international due to TikTok. Yeah. I think um, glitter. Glitter was first. It.
1: Yeah. Glitter was first. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, no.
0: Oh,
3: true. Uh, right. True. true but those
0: but those got massive from TikTok, which is like showing you how big TikTok is. Yeah, but yeah. like they got huge from there. Actually, um, what's his name? Josh six eighty five like going getting uh with a uh, Savage Love Savage with Jason yeah. Derulo and that beat like getting massive from that like it's so mean
3: that's mm. like yeah the first I'd say it's the first time a kiwi has been number 1 in like UK and yeah. probably US I mean, how as yeah well how did that so even long?
1: happen like how did just this kiwi dude was like make a song with Jason Derulo like <laughs> well, well that's the thing cuz it was the beat he made the beat yeah
0: and, and that then- went viral that went viral and there was some controversy because i'm not sure that um jason derulo did it in the most uh let's say ethical of terms um but they did get together and make savage love eventually so right. mm. yeah. i'm pretty
3: sure he literally just he made it without asking him yeah no yeah, yeah i think you're right and then yeah and then that and then it got like taken down and then they like sort they came to terms with each other but, aka
2: yeah. pay me my royalties
3: yeah thanks <laughs> oh fuck I would, I would love my royalties if i was oh, <laughs> right. I mean, to, to imagine be fair, how much money been... you get
2: off a of jason derulo's song
3: well yeah exactly
1: it would have been dumb to say no like, yeah. <laughs> true
2: yeah but like going off of that what what are people's perspectives on like the new zealand music that branches out and gets like world popular like do we feel like there are songs that we feel like should have been popular or like that haven't been or ones that we feel like deserve a platform.
0: Yep. Yep. Definitely. I've said this for, uh, I mean, I've been saying this to a lot of people before, but I think that, I think uh, the size of New Zealand is our downfall when it comes to music going um, expanding out of, well, New Zealand. Like, I think that if, we were um, a little bit bigger and I guess slightly more connected to where where it all happens, like the US and the UK and all around there. Like, I think it, we'd be a lot bigger, um, at least in terms of music. So like, yeah, I think there's a lot of music here that should branch out, but it just doesn't. And that's all right for some people. Like Savage, I mean, Savage did expand with like trumpets and stuff. But like he was way popular here before he ever did like or his song with like Akon and stuff. Mm. Like he like he was able to make his name here. Um, who else was there? Um Aradna. I think that her, some of her music should be way bigger than it is, but it's okay. not. So like yeah, I think like there should be so many more New Zealand um, music artists, whether you call it bias or not. Um, uh, but yeah, I think there's heaps of New Zealand music that should be bigger.
3: I think literally, even like the biggest New Zealand artist arguably is 660. Yeah. in in New Zealand terms. But then, if you like, they, they sold out shows in Aussie and like they do quite a few gigs in like Europe and England. But like compared to Drax Project, I was looking at like the monthly lists on Spotify and I think Drax Project had like double the amount. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I checked last time, it was a few months ago, but they had like 4 million compared to 2 million. And like, if I know Spotify listening isn't everything, but like 660's music is, sh- is so good. It should be definitely bigger in America at least.
2: Mm. Yeah, because Drake's project had the um, lucky opportunity that first they opened for Ed Sheeran when he came on his Divide tour, which was mm-hmm. like a, such a lucky break, like really good yeah. for them. And it was because of the exposure that they got from that. Uh, Christina Aguilera was like can you open for me on my European tour and they kind of yeah. just went around everywhere so they had this like amazing time of oh yeah now all of Europe knows what our music is so well, that's yeah. a really that's, good That's life. what's
1: led to a lot of Drax Project success is being able to kind of get out of New Zealand essentially and yeah, then, yeah their music to, became well known. They opened um, for
3: Camilla Cabello as well. On, yeah, yeah they on did Europe. actually yeah. no
2: she was before Christina Aguilera yeah. yeah. Per
4: yeah. Europe tour, um, yeah. Drax so Project have I oh no, Drax Project have 3.3 and 660 have 2 million oh, monthly man. listeners yeah. on Spotify.
1: Yeah. I think the thing that brings 660 down slightly is, um, in terms of international fame, is I think they are just very relatable New Zealanders. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is kind of what they profit off and that is why they are New Zealand's band. Yeah. Like, they are, if, if you ask anyone, like, who is the biggest band in New Zealand, most say people six, will six, say six, six, six,
4: six, yeah. And
1: yeah. I think that's the main thing that they go off. I mean, Drax Project kind of have that, but it's just, like, it's just not really the same. Like, they are more kind of modern pop. And I mean, mm. yeah, New Zealand still loves it, a lot mm. of them, but they're not quite the same vibe and going for the same market and I think that's why yeah. 660 aren't that big overseas because they, there's just not that relatability factor. I think that that's actually
0: a really interesting point like the point you made where it was about them targeting or being like relatable Kiwis. I think that's part of why they haven't been able to expand as well because they've been so personal to us because like after, like after you said it Robert yeah I can totally see how um Drake's project would get bigger because they um they seem at least to be going more to an international audience and more to like that sort of popular international music whereas six sixty are way more relatable um when it comes to their music, even the beats to me with um six sixty are way more they seem way more kiwi and way more simple yeah. than um than Drake's project is, but I guess you know that's what. I mean, that's what makes New Zealand New Zealand music, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: even within New Zealand, there was a little bit of bias around what music became really popular. Like, say, like, in the 90s or so, it was very much like, take Runga for example, who's, like, a fabulously talented woman. But I think it was even racial biases in New Zealand was she's an Asian singer. Why, like, she's not... Mm ever going to really get that popular and I think that stunted her growth as an artist whereas now we're seeing that especially like with our generation of like we listen to what sounds good and that's kind of it you know um Mm -hmm. there's much more opportunity for artists of all kind of backgrounds to really rise in the New Zealand music industry you
0: know yeah and that's that's another thing like we don't actually know um even in Reese Maston's case like When you say, you know, if that's that's our (laughs) guy right there, Um, we got to put some of his music on the radio. But um, when it like when it comes to like stunting their growth, like we don't actually know they might have grown heaps more as artists themselves, but haven't grown as much in acclaim. Like, like I mean, we can say Reese Maston's gone, um, has gone pretty much unknown for ages until we brought up his name today um yeah you're welcome reese this is your second chance <laughs> yeah, fame, <that's> right podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro reese maston we got you bro. Yeah. yeah but yeah like he might have grown heaps of an artist but like his growth and acclaim wasn't the same and like i think in, B- in bick Runga's case yeah i think that I think that definitely had a part to do with it. Cause I remember hearing her songs when I was in primary school.
2: Yeah. Like um, Sway and drive and stuff yeah, like that.
0: Bro, it was so good. But yeah, I think that's definitely got a lot, a lot to do with it. Like there's so many artists we could name off right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that, um, and I think Megan, you have a list, but like <laughs> there's so, there's so many New Zealand artists I could name off, name mm. off that should be bigger. Um, Worldwide, but then again, I guess part of it is
1: we have that New Zealand bias. Mm. Um, yeah. but I don't care if we're These talking artists that uh, need way more popularity than they have. Uh, go listen to Daffodils, please. Thanks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what? so good. And there's a chick named Paige.
4: Oh, I yeah. I hope people know who mm. she is.
2: She opened for um, Dean Lewis when he came to New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I saw uh, that as she's, well. Yeah,
2: he's so good. So yeah. good. And she's just like it's just her it's just her that makes what she does so
1: yeah and i hope she doesn't lose that as well because when i saw her um when i saw her at the um at the town hall opening for dean lewis there were there were a couple songs where she like she had the whole she had the whole band and like she yeah. just kind of like they were good don't get me wrong but she just kind of lost that um Sense of herself, I felt almost like the
2: personality. Yeah, and
1: and then um I think I think it, I think it's called "So Far" is one of her songs, and it's just her on the guitar. It's really slow and just really lets her like it. Just really, um the main focus is on her voice, mm. and that's what really makes her unique. Is her voice is just absolutely insane, and that was definitely the most enjoyable song that I felt when she opened and so. I hope she just yeah. doesn't lose that sense in herself because that'll make. She's her quite young, eh? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. She's only she, like.
3: Well, I'd um, say twenty. She goes out with um a guy from who Luke. does comms. Yeah, Luke. yeah, Huh? I heard. She, I heard oh. she still works Everyone at. Everyone is just related King to comms. Well. Like, <laughs> this down is down why here. you should study comms.
2: For anyone who doesn't know, we are all radio majors in the communications degree at AUT.
0: And if you come and do comms at AUT, you get to see Benny and Paige.
2: Well, not anymore, but
1: still, I'll <laughs> use if you had have, if you had a started from Lewis <laughs> But yeah, and like, also like
2: another side note, Robbie, I think Dean Lewis was another concert where we both randomly yeah. spotted each other.
1: Correct. <laughs> that yeah. is
2: so weird.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have so, to just start just start going together in the end. We, can, yeah, we can't just randomly, much. randomly like, meet up I'm in going the
0: morning, <laughs> bro. Just, doing? just make a podcast on all of the concerts that Robbie and Megan have gone to uh, <laughs> together.
2: Well, we so. were both at the Twenty One Pilots one, just on opposite sides of the stage.
0: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you guys were in the, uh, in the pit. Oh
2: yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, oh, got there at like if, if the doors opened at like. Six. I was there at, like, I was there at one, and lined up.
1: Oh, beat this! I was there seven p.m. the day before. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Boo you, because no one else turned up that early, and you just.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they did. We were like the. You
2: and like what twenty other people? No, there were
1: like there were hundreds. There were like lines of tents. It was crazy.
2: Well, the tents are obviously bigger than the amount of people because when I turned up, there wasn't that many in front of me.
1: Well, was, that, well was, that's because that's the tents would have disappeared because they got rid of them after the night. Yeah, was this at yeah. Spark Arena? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, it was.
1: Where do you pitch a tent at Spark Arena? Um, you don't pitch it. It's just like <laughs> on the concrete. What? You blow it up?
2: You're, you're literally just on bricks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Central. At the
2: front doors.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Disposable yeah, tents. Yeah. Disposable tents. <laughs> well, didn't you make a vlog on it, Robbie? No, that was the first one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You I know you made the fir- a vlog. The on first that. one, the, the blow blur- the blurry face one I, f- I filmed like pretty much all of it. But uh yeah, the trench one I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> nah, I, I I was one of those people that people hate. I did have my phone out for a lot of it, but yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a photo taker, I'm a video taker. That's just like how I like to be able to go back and enjoy myself again. And I like to think that people wouldn't have less of a good time if they saw me filming, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: There's I'll, a lot of stigma around, like, uh, live, in, live in the real world. Just, like, watch yeah. the concerts. like, you know what? I am.
1: <laughs> I mean, I always feel but bad because, I'm enjoying because it so like,
4: much that I, mean, I have Joel, my financial Joel support. Joel will have
1: this problem even more than me, but sometimes there'll be, like, five-foot girls behind me, and I'll be like... I feel bad because, they're like, I hear them talking. They're like, I can't see anything. I'm like, I'm sorry.
4: <laughs>
2: if... I I can say this as someone like I'm a very average height, but like if someone waited in line to get to the front, it doesn't matter what height they are, they waited there before you were there. There's yeah. like an average amount of being courteous where you can like step sideways and let them stand next to you. But like if people are gonna like complain, they can just complain. You waited your fair turn to get to the front.
3: Honestly we- there's yeah, there's so many times where because I guess I'm tall and I, I feel bad standing in front of someone. But then some mm. if it's like someone I I like love and I really want to see I'm just like sorry yeah. guys I'm, I'm not I'm not leaving the barrier okay you can, you can stand next to me yeah. <laughs>
2: like yeah. I remember having this terrible concert experience where this like troop it was I was there with like one of my friends it was just two of us and we ended up being in this like little kind of group of other girls who ended just like bunched together almost and this group of four like. 40-year-olds, two guys, two girls, they were like off their faces, they were drunk, they were like having a party, and they were just pushing through the crowd, and they pushed and stood right in front of us, and I was like, oh my god, you've just stood in front of the wrong person, like don't do this. So (laughs) me and my friend, we like tapped them on the shoulder, and we had a decent go at them, saying like, um, like we can't see you are not meant to be here. You've just pushed in front of all these people who like waited to be in the front. And that went on for like 10 minutes and they left. And I remember a guy who was originally stood in front of us who was quite tall. He turned around. he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so tall as well. And we were like, no, 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 no. This is not a you problem. You deserve to be standing. We are standing. This is not about you at all. Enjoy the concert. We just didn't like them for pushing in front you have every right to be tall and at the front, wherever you want to be, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I it felt a, so bad. I had a weird, um, I had a weird concert experience where, um, there were these few, few girls, um, few friends, uh, approached me in the mosh and, uh, one of them asked me to sit on my shoulders so they could see, <laughs> she could see her friends.
3: Joe, Joe, Joe. Yeah, that was... Sorry, dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> No,
2: no, no, no. That's a story.
3: Yeah, just just yeah. That's I a good way. Like, if everyone asks, just say, no, nah, sorry, just coming out of shoulder surgery really should Oh yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, Joel just brings a fake sling that he just puts <laughs> on his arm. Mm. Bro, I can just imagine that. Just imagine like Joel and Robbie like it mean, will give some context for people like Robbie is a very tall six foot and Joel is six six i can just imagine them having these five foot girls throwing them you know oh get (laughs) back throw them back Mm. on the shoulders oh it's dislocated (laughs) Mm. just get the metal and that's
2: a tactic i have to stop people like bumping into me in concerts is you know like instead of carrying a bag you just have like like a strap bag or like a fanny pack or something like that i have one with studs on it so, if one person is being like quite aggressively, like whether it's from the front or the back or the sides or whatever, I'll like adjust my bag to be facing in that direction. So whenever they bump into me, they get the spikes of my bag.
0: Bro, oh, it sounds like you need to go to a mosh pit with a full bodysuit armor. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> how do we still hiring?
0: Yeah, just like a seventy kg armor, just you. <laughs>
2: i could oh, i could my parents used to do medieval reenactment so i could find some people mm. to do that for me but oh, like
3: great. just friends in the <laughs> shield just yeah okay. i was yeah, wondering so- just out of out of genuine concern uh, genuine wondering if you guys could all see two artists one kiwi one international that you haven't seen before mm. what would it be
4: oh my god
3: um maya do you want to start
0: that off no i do <laughs> not
4: no i do not i can't think of any like an international that i haven't already seen oh um, someone That's else to start. brag <laughs> i
0: was about to say little there bit of no a...
4: one internationally that i'd like to see right. no i'm just thinking of i'm just thinking of them
0: i low-key
3: low-key low i've seen everybody
4: no, just my favourites I've seen. Yeah,
2: no, fair oh. enough. We're
3: just making fun of you. How about how about three? One international, one New Zealand, and one person that's dead.
2: Oh, Ooh. Ooh.
4: Ooh.
0: <laughs> make it worse. <laughs>
3: uh, I'm I'm, start, I'm starting controversy
1: straight off the bat. Dead Go person on. that I would have loved to see live, Michael Jackson. Oh, facts. I just. It's not like,
2: controversial. That's a fact. He was talented.
1: I mean, yeah, like. We all know why it's controversial. Let's not but go into that. Let's <laughs> not we'll go into that. Um, but yeah, no, he... Uh, I've seen some clips. Um, looked insane. Yeah, he was a talented individual.
3: Mm. In terms
1: of people, uh, internationally, there are quite a few bands, especially ones that I've got into recently that I haven't seen, like that I'd love to, like um, Muse, for example. Oh my goodness, mm. yeah, that's a must. That would be, a be so good. Um, and Catfish and Bottle Men and Nothing But Thieves as well. Other three bands, I, I think, internationally that I would love to see that I haven't. Um, in terms of New Zealand music, honestly, I think, um, I mean, I, I saw Sons of Zion open for 660, but if they did a solo gig, I'd definitely go... Um, other than that, I don't think there's really anyone that or maybe Lord. I haven't seen mm. Lord Live. I'd go yeah, there's one. That's a pretty good
0: start. Um, I'm definitely gonna do mine last because I'm still thinking.
3: Go, on, Megan. Job? Oh yeah, Oh, well, I guess I guess <laughs> I was kinda of thinking about it while I was thinking about the question, but I would, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um if I was to see Someone did. I'd probably say Amy Winehouse. Oh yes. I I've watched watched the video of her at Glastonbury in two thousand eight. I think it was, and I'm just like, oh wow. And like I've I've seen like uh, heaps of it, like the, the documentary, and I've watched those YouTube videos and stuff. If you haven't watched the Amy Winehouse documentary and you like it,
4: her, oh, it's heartbreaking.
3: Yeah, it is. Ugh. So sad that, that the whole such a talented loss of life, but. Mm. Hey, yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to have seen her live. Um, New Zealand Act, uh, probably Fat Freddy's Drop. Yeah. I, last year, <laughs> I had the chance to see them. They were playing at Northern Base. They were here in... Oh, okay. They were at
1: Springs in January, I
3: think. Yeah, they, they did like a big tour and they were at Northern Base and I, I had a ticket, but um, Northern Base, they were like 7.30. It was like the sun was going down. It was just like would have been perfect as well on the main stage. And then... Uh, the northern base people they let too many cars in the car park so um, <laughs> I was I didn't want to leave it was my, my girlfriend at the time I didn't want to leave her in the in the car park by herself <laughs> so I we missed the whole of Fat Fiji's drop it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh, quite sad actually but um, <laughs> <laughs> nah but it's alright I'm, I'm sure I will Look, looking, looking
1: back on it now should you have left her alone yeah, in the car park yeah.
4: <laughs> the is that why you guys broke up just resent? <laughs>
3: yeah, so yeah just like eight
4: months I'm
1: sorry,
2: later
4: i'm, I'm, I'm sorry really real quick <laughs> i'm
1: sorry i should have left you
3: alone it's not <laughs> working yeah shout out northern Base. uh whoever run ran that car park i don't know how they let <laughs> how, i don't know how they let too many people in but um that mm-hmm. happened and then uh yeah international um there's an australian band or oh, they're like drum and bass band they're called pendulum they're kind of they're kind of like you could almost say rock metal as well it's like right but yeah, they, they're like, I guess, electronic-based. And they were supposed to come to New Zealand in February for this, this thing and, and Mangawai, and then they got cancelled before COVID. It was just like a unrelated COVID thing. It was like the start of the downfall. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then they were supposed to come for Northern Base as well this year. They got named as the Australian Bubble. But honestly, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But one day, one day, I'd love to see them. be me. mm yeah. How about you? Anyone else? Or okay. I mean, Megan? I f- yeah. Oh, you got oh, it, I do no, know. has no, got, got her. Okay. Oh, you got um, it. No, yeah, no. I've got
4: mine. Okay, so New Zealand, Lord. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've never seen her. Um, international is Harry Styles, because I love him. Oh, yeah. I've
1: got a Harry Styles gig.
4: I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be great. Yeah. And I, for the dead one, because the band doesn't exist anymore, technically, they're on a break, but they don't exist. I've re- they're dead. <laughs> it's, one, it's one direction. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're dead to but me until they're dead. If, uh, <laughs> if that's not technical, then like Amy Whitehouse.
0: <laughs> oh, one direction, yeah, they're dead to me. Wow, on <laughs> nah. go on. No, nah, I want to go last. I'm still thinking about the one dead person. I got so many artists that, um, that have unfortunately passed. I was about to say that are dead, but that sounds bad. i um, I reckon. Bro, that's that was on my head. Go, Megan. I've got. Oh man.
2: Okay, so in terms of um dead person, I oh seeing Prince live would be amazing. That would be such an experience. Shout. Uh, in terms of New Zealand, I, I'd love to see Lord in like a proper concert setting, like going full out, and international. Uh, surprisingly, I haven't seen Taylor Swift, um, but it would be between her and Lady Gaga. I imagine Lady Gaga Ooh, would put on an amazing show. That is a shout.
0: All right. Well. Um, the- oh wait,
2: wait. Sorry, I change it. I would say David Bowie. David Bowie.
0: Oh, for the- that would be yeah.
2: epic. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Bro, David Bowie is such a unique artist, though.
4: Yeah. Was. That would have
0: been mean. Well, since all the my old like Michael Jackson, gone. David Bowie was an option, gone. Um it's between Nirvana You mean gone
1: taken by us or like gone, rest in
0: peace? R.I.P. Right. <laughs> Both. No, they were taken by us. We killed them. Oh. No. Anyway. All right. <laughs> but um, I think it's between two it's between two people. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Elvis. Oh, I would yeah. love to see yeah. Elvis perform live, especially in like the fifties. Yeah. That would have been mean as. Um my international person would probably be um I guess maybe surprising to some people, but like you said, Lady Gaga. I would love to see Lady Gaga perform live. She has be so great, cool, right? she has some great jams. And then the Kiwi artist, two of them, L.A.B., who I haven't seen yet. And, um, of course, the boys, Negian Mystic. <laughs> um, so, yeah. like, But, nice being able to see Elvis, man, oh, that'd be sick.
3: I think mm. honorable mention for the dead person as well, uh, Bob Marley. I think yeah. that, could, oh, yeah. that could be yeah. like, the most iconic thing right. of that'd all be time. That <laughs> yeah. would Or even
4: like, as a pretty like Mercury. Mercury? Yeah Uh,
0: Aretha
2: Franklin. Aretha Franklin was epic.
0: See, there's so like oh
1: man. So Mm. many. What I would give to be to be at Live Aid.
3: Yeah. Oh my god.
4: Yeah.
1: Facts.
0: Actually shout out to a a New Zealand artist I didn't think about um that I would listen to live just for one song, The Exponents. Oh yeah. (laughs) Sorry, The
3: Exponents, slash Exponents, slash Dance Exponents. Wait, Was Jordan that? Luck, Jordan Luck, that he he's still he's still doing the dash. You could maybe go see him. I, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure he had shows this year.
0: Didn't he have a band appropriately called the Jordan Luck Band?
3: Yeah, it's called that it is still called the Jordan Luck yeah. Band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bro, that'd be
0: yeah. Nah, but seeing like when that song first came out back in the nineties, oh, that'd be me. Mm.
2: Well, I think we're coming to the end of the time on the yes, podcast. We've, we've been going for quite a bit. So lad to say a huge thank you to Robbie and Joel for joining us.
1: No problem. <laughs> Thanks for organizing it
3: too. Yeah, I could talk about it all day, I swear. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, if you want to listen to this podcast, we're either here on YouTube or Spotify or on our static website.
0: We certainly are, and it was great having everybody on. Uh, thank you very much for having a great talk about New Zealand music. Uh, that is the Static Sessions Podcast. Ka kite anō.
2: See you next time.